My name is David J. Harris, Jr. Join me and millions of Americans around the country as we embrace liberty and freedom. This is the David J. Harris, Jr. Show. Hello, friends and family from around the country and literally around the world. This is another episode with your host, David J. Harris, Jr. Yes, I am still battling with this broken leg. Are you kidding me? Broke the screws in the bottom of the pen that's holding up my leg. So I'm uh, dealing with uh, another surgery coming up and trying to figure out all those details. But in the middle of it, I had to, I had to get my good friend Sean Foyt on the show today. What he's done, what God is doing through this movement of Let Us Worship all over the country is exactly, I believe, what needs to take place right now. Uh, unlike any other moment in history, I think we are literally seeing the absolute foundation of our country trying to be stripped away from the, the current nomination for the highest office in justice in our land for the Supreme Court from Joe Biden that can't even identify what a woman is and is supporting CRT and is given leniency uh, in her judgments and rulings to people with uh, with a lot of pictures, hundreds and hundreds of pictures of little kids in compromised positions and even worse. It's absolutely dastardly what is taking place. And I think, friends, it is a spiritual battle. So one way to support me and my show is to get over to davidharrisjr.store. Find yourself something over there that helps you represent what you believe. I, I got this new cross with the American flag in it. I think this country was founded on Judeo-Christian values. I don't think I know. And I think that that's why we've prospered as much as we have and I think it's a talking point. So that's what my merch is all about. Give you talking points. So get over to davidharrisjr.store to check that out. Now, without further ado, my good friend, Sean Foyt. My brother, how are you doing today? Good to see you. Good to see you too. So grateful to be on your show. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for taking the time out of your very busy schedule traveling the country to talk to people about their... Uh, the, the issues, the ails, you know, so many people, especially coming out of COVID, are battling depression, uh, alcohol abuse has gone up, domestic abuse has gone up, drug abuse has gone up. Uh, it's, 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 our country is just so tattered and torn right now. And I think, I know that I believe that it's a spiritual battle that's at, that's at stake. Tell us a little bit about what you're seeing. I know you're in, uh, I think, Louisiana right now. You're about to fill the Cajun Dome in Louisiana tomorrow night, Saturday the 26th. Yeah. Uh, tell us what you're seeing from people that are coming out to your events. Yeah, I mean, of course, we had, you know, since the launch in 2020, you know, we've gone to 170 cities and, you know, crisscross the country. I've been in all of the major blue you know, Democrats strong, you know, cities and the church has rallied. The church has raised up in the midst of, you know, crazy tyrannical governors in the midst of shutdowns, lockdowns, in the midst of the crazy election. We're seeing the church really rise up. And, you know, just as the church is, is beginning to rise up, like I'm going to fill a, a dome tomorrow, as you mentioned, in Louisiana, you know, the all different denominations, backgrounds, ethnicities are all going to gather together to worship Jesus because this the hope for America. And as we're seeing that happening, there's also the intensity, you know, and the war against the gender, war against family, you know, this attack against God-given design. Um, that's ramping up, too. We're, we're witnessing that, too, this week. Um, and, I, you know, you can either be bummed about it 
Or you can actually realize, hey, this is a spiritual thing. This is happening because we are really taking ground. God is raising up a bold, courageous church right now. And I think we're seeing it. We're going to see it tomorrow. We're going to see it next weekend in Southern California. We're going to see it the weekend after that in Charlotte, North Carolina. And we're not going to back down. Well, I'm thankful, brother, that you are not backing down because I believe that more than anything, what this country needs is uh, our believers that are bold and courageous and that also understand who they are, right? It's like our, our the Bible says our identities are hidden in him, in Christ. And I think this whole identity crisis that I think so many people in our country are in, where they don't know if they can identify, it's like they're trying to teach our kids that they can identify however they want to. As you said, it's against God's design for each and every single one of our own individuality. It's an attack on that. So I'm so thankful that you are being bold in there. Share with us some of the miracles. I know you've seen miracles take place uh, at some of these events. I think people just need to hear this. God is God is still God. He can do whatever he no. wants to do. I, I have been the beneficiary of miracles personally in my own body. So I know, I know that it's real. As, as much as I know that I'm sitting here and I'm talking to you, Sean, I'm telling my audience, I know God still does miracles today. Tell our audience some of the miracles that you've seen take place. I mean, we've seen people get out of wheelchairs. We've seen tumors dissolve off of people. We've seen all that. But one of the, one of the te profound testimonies that we're starting to witness is, is, you know, I don't know if you saw the recent George Barner research. It's talking about how 40% of Gen Zers struggle with their sexual identity. They struggle with gender. They're confused, you know? And it's no wonder we're seeing this war right now across America. And so one of the things we've done is, is, you know, during our altar calls, when God's really moving, we invite people that are battling that kind of stuff, you know, to come down. We just believe just like God can heal your, your, your broken leg, he can heal that identity issue and, 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 and bring healing. And so one of the last events we had a woman that came that ran down to the front and she had just begun uh, hormones for transitioning and all this kind of stuff. But yet you could see inside of her, it was this inner child, you know, that was just fight, trying to find her identity. And we got around her and hugged her and prophesied over her and declared who she was to the father, that she was a beloved daughter of the king. And you could just see, man, I mean, th this whole thing just began to fall off her. And she got plugged into a church and 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 thank God, you know, she caught this thing before she had fully done the whole transitioning thing. And the Lord really healed her heart. And so, you know, I feel like, man, wow. the presence of God, that is the answer even to these issues that are confusing a generation that are trying to, to, to change the, 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 the divine design of God on a generation. I'm telling you, man, God is raising up and, and something is there. There's a movement happening where he's calling sons and daughters home. We're witnessing that in every city. That is amazing. So here's somebody that's in the middle of transitioning. Uh, do you know at what point yeah. was she literally getting yeah, ready I mean, to have surgery? Was, to on, was on medication, like, like, like testosterone and all that kind of stuff to like try to transition to become a man. And she just said, I don't want to do this anymore. And she ran down to the front. She said, I don't want to do this anymore. She held her hands up high. We got around her. We got some incredible, you know, moms in the church community to surround her. And we just spoke destiny in her. It was just like all the lies of the enemy, all the confusion just began to come off her. It was just beautiful. It gave me so much hope, bro, as we so battle good. these issues right now in culture. 
That's so good, brother. I, again, that's why I say it's a spiritual battle that we're in. And so many of us, I mean, so many individuals have gone through some very traumatic things right. as children, right? It's like very few people do I know that were raised in a house where both their parents were present, right. where both their parents were loving, yeah. where there weren't any traumatic experiences from either alcohol or drug abuse or, or anger issues. Uh, and then, and then we have to also, also understand that people are just flawed in general. Right. So when you have flawed people raising yeah. little people, little kids, yeah. you wind up with those little kids that have a lot of questions, doubts, that insecurities. I know I was raised, my parents split when I was nine. I battled severe, severe, uh, uh, issues when it came to my own security. I was so insecure yeah. and the things that I did in trying to fill those secure, those insecurities in myself was I looked forward in other in other females. Right. I looked for other affirmation in other females. Um, and I would try to do it with as many females as I could as far as fine affirmation. I wasn't, at the, that time, I wasn't going all the way, so to speak. I was just, if I could get them to like me and I was the person that they liked, that made me feel better about myself. But you yeah. magnify that by the amount of people that have gone through some serious trauma. Right. And we've got an entire generation yeah. of individuals that don't know who they are, haven't been reaffirmed as, as how God created them to be. Right. And then you've got a society and a culture that tells you do what you want, right. basically do what thou will. Alistair yeah. Crowley and his, his, uh, you know, his Luciferian, uh, messaging, uh, which is very much anti God's design, the, the, the divine design. I like that. So you're literally seeing this take place. And, and yeah. so much of politics is trying to talk about what side's doing this and what side's doing that. Yeah. And yet it sounds like, you're trying to share with people that there is an answer and hope outside yeah, and of I mean, politics. I, I think my heart is, and I, I would just love all you guys listening out there. I, I think it's important for us to take a stand. And, you know, I just wrote an op-ed on this, you know, like, I mean, it's ridiculous that we're having these conversations trying to define what a woman is. But I think it's important for us to take a stand against those narratives. But I have seen, like, we can't, that like, that's not enough, right? We can't vilify people that are like Jesus is calling all of them unto himself, you know? And so as believers, we got to believe that God can, God is the, is the only one that can bring transformation to their hearts, you know? And so while we're fighting the cultural war, so to speak, you know, and we're standing for truth, we also have to realize that there's a bunch of hurting and broken people that Jesus wants to bring healing to. And, and he wants to use us to do it, you know? And so, I, I don't want to just be known as somebody that's just, you know, some internet hack online, just tweeting all this stuff. I want to literally be the hands and feet of Jesus that go and bring hope to the broken um, and, 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 and healing to the hurting. And that's what we're seeing God do across America. He is eager to touch the hearts of men and women. He's eager to touch the hearts of a generation bound in confusion, bound in addiction, bound in chaos. He's eager. He wants to do it. He wants to use us. So good. Uh, I was just thinking about uh, a good friend of both of ours, Brian Johnson. He was commenting underneath one of my posts on Instagram and somebody went off on him and was like, you're a worship leader. You know, you, you shouldn't be trying to call out the Democrats for what they're doing. Uh, you know, you should be trying to unify people. And he's like, look, you got to call evil what it is. And I jumped to his aid too. And I'm like, hey, I'm thankful for worship leaders and pastors yeah. that are actually bold enough and courageous enough to stand up and call evil for what it is. What are you seeing out there as far as uh, ministers, pr preachers, pastors, worship leaders that are, that are ignoring some of the issues of today that are OK with maybe critical race theory or don't want to get into talking about yeah. how Jesus is 
is the answer for their confusion. Well, it's interesting, David. I was just with a, a buddy of mine, a pastor, and of course he believes in all of the same things that I believe in. And, you know, I was just encouraging him because he was like, I, I'm not really sure to know when to take a stand for what. And he said, I think I'm going to wait until the battle comes to my doorstep. And I looked at him and I said, bro, you have four children. The battle is on your doorstep. Like, you know, the yeah. world is looking for definition. They're looking for truth. And, you know, I think it's very important. Pastors have to be spiritual leaders. They have to be the ones to rise up and be like, listen, it's not okay to see women's sports being destroyed. You know, it's not okay to see. I mean, right now, like we're in an era where there's such polarization. I mean, if you look at that vote, I think it was two weeks ago in the Senate, you can tell. I mean, it's the most radical abortion bill in the history of America, right, that they, that, that they were voting on. And it was going to be, you know, abortion legal up until the moment of, of birth, right? And every single Senate Democrat, except for one, except for one, voted to pass the bill, right? Every single Senate Democrat, except for Joe Manchin, he's the only one that wouldn't vote against it. And so you, when you see that kind of polarization, right, along party lines, it really is a wake-up call. It's like, no, this is not like the Democrats from the 80s. This is not the Blue Dogs. This is not even, I mean, even JFK, you know, uh, would look like a Republican these days. I mean, we are living in an hour of crazy polarization. But here's the crazy thing. With polarization comes revival. With polarization comes, you can't be in the gray anymore. You can't be in the middle anymore. You can't be in this in-between land. It's, it's white or black. It's good versus evil. I mean, it is very clear which side, what, what we're called to be on. And I think now more than ever, we need spiritual leaders to talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that those that don't talk about it or refuse to, the people that may be following them or going to their church, uh, they're going to realize something's off. It's like, I, I know personally, I wouldn't want to be going to anybody's church that was ignoring the things that you're talking about. When it comes to, when it, for me, abortion is the crux of the issue. If somebody's going to vote for abortion anytime, for any reason, up to any point of, uh, up to birth, and then actually Maryland and Colorado are both looking at legislation that would allow a baby to be left unattended for up to 28 days after they're born and still not hold anybody uh, accountable. No, no, no criminal liability whatsoever to let a baby that's been born literally lay there unattended and die and suffer. It is evil. Yeah. And for any party, if it was the Republican Party that that's what they stood for, then I'd be 100% anti the Republican Party for that reason. But it's not. It's the Democrat Party. That's a part of their party platform. So why did, why is it, do you think, that some Christians know this about the Democrat Party's platform and yet still vote for them? I think that, I think for, you know, there's, you know, you're talking to me as a worship leader. I know worship leaders out there that advocated and campaigned with Warnock in Georgia. I know worship leaders that campaign with Ossoff in, in Georgia. I mean, these guys are like predominant, like they are known as crazy abortionists, right? I mean, that he calls himself a pro-abortionist uh, or a pro-choice pastor. That's what Warnock calls himself. 
And I, I it really is sad, bro. I mean, a pro-choice pastor for Satan. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because Satan has pastors. Satan has pastors in his back pocket. It's true. He's got an army. It's true. And I think that there's so much deception, right? There's so much deception. And I, my prayer is that, you know, I think the season that we're in right now in America is actually a gift because people are be going, are, are, are getting red pills. They're coming awake. They're beginning to realize like, oh my gosh, this is, this is what, but you know, this is who Biden actually is. This is who Kamala actually is. This is who Pelosi actually is. Like, it's in plain sight right now. And I, I, I like to give people grace, but I feel like we're moving into an hour where it's like, okay, everybody can see now what happened in Afghanistan, what's happening right now uh, in, in Russia and Ukraine, what's happening with these abortion bills, what's happening with this transgender agenda that's happening. It is clearly being seen right now. And I think that, you know, 2022 this year the midterms this is a real dividing line i mean it really is important for us to rise up and, and stand on biblical values and vote for people that you know not everyone's perfect i tell people well you know they say well so and so is not perfect i said well listen unless jesus christ himself is on the ballot <laughs> you're going to be dealing with a lot of imperfections you know yeah and sometimes as believers we have to we have to choose and we have to stand on people that closely resemble biblical values and you know among those are we cannot get behind people that believe in child sacrifice, that advocate for the murdering of babies. We cannot get behind people that want, that align themselves with the Romans chapter one war on gender, the war on God's divine design. We cannot get behind that platform. It's anti-biblical, it's anti-Christ. And so I yeah. think that we we need to do, a, a you know, I'm, I'm trying to do a better job of educating people outside of the rhetoric of, the mainstream media taking them back to scripture being like okay let's talk about this from a theological standpoint we have a calling to stand for righteousness does this person that you're getting behind embody that you know and asking people these honest questions yeah it's so good i want to ask you uh i want to ask you to be really bold in just a minute uh and talk specifically directly to any uh worship leaders pastors that are out there and believers people that people that profess to be believers or christians uh, I'm going to ask you that in just a second, but before I do, I got to do a quick word from my sponsor for my show. Uh, friends, if you love the David J. Harris Jr. show and podcast, one of the best things you can do to help support me is get something for yourself over at MyPillow.com. Mike Lindell is my number one sponsor. He loves my show. He loves the news that I put out at DJHJMedia.com. He loves my news, even though Big Tech doesn't. They try to slam it every chance they get. And Mike has been slammed. He's a patriot that is still fighting for the truth of what came out of the 2020 election. So that's why his best discounts on MyPillow.com are with the code TRUMP2020. Use that code. We believe that that's the year that people began to wake up. That's the year that they the enemy thought that they got away with it, and it's all going to get turned upside down. So get over to MyPillow.com and use that code TRUMP2020. Michael, know that you heard it here. All right, Sean. Be bold, direct to the camera. You're talking to a pastor, believer, or a father, or a mother that's a believer and they voted for Joe or they vote for Democrats. What do you say to them? I would say to them, now is the time to wake up. Now is the hour to be bold. We cannot afford to see an entire generation 
we cannot afford to see, first of all, another, you know, four years of this insanity that we're dealing with right now. But I would say now more than ever, we got to rise up. We got to raise our voice. We got to take a stand. We got to be unafraid of being canceled, of being censored, of being hated, of being maligned. Honestly, this is the calling of God on us. Like we are a peculiar people. We don't go against the grain or the narratives of the world. I was teaching my kids this yesterday on a walk in our neighborhood. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the healing of your mind. This is an hour we cannot conform. We can't conform to the narratives of culture. We cannot conform and we cannot let an inch, we cannot give them an inch on the war against our kids and the sex ed and the gender craziness happening. We cannot give an inch on abortion. We want to see Roe v. Wade overturned. We want to see pro-life legislation come to every single state. We want every state to be a sanctuary state for the unborn. We want to believe that God is going to reverse the death decree of Roe v. Wade in my generation. So now's yes. the time to take a stand, bro. We are we are more emboldened than ever before. And getting in, like we're gonna tomorrow, we're gonna be in the Cajun Dome with ten thousand, maybe fifteen thousand believers. When we when we get with those kind of people in that kind of atmosphere, we realize we're not alone. We realize yeah. we're being lied to by the media. We realize that we bought into this paradigm you know like elijah said i'm 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 all alone god's like no no no. i've raised up thousands there are thousands across america millions across america that have not bowed their knee to Baal. now's the time so good now is the time uh if you're watching this or listening to this and you're a parent you maybe you're not a worship leader maybe you are a worship leader or a pastor and you've been praying about you know, all these issues whether or not you should speak out whether or not you should uh uh, share the message that you feel like God is putting on your heart. If you, if that's you and you're hearing this, there's your answer. Yes. Now's the time you need to speak about it because here's the alternative, the left and the individuals that the, that the enemy is using to push the narrative of gender dysphoria and all this confusion. look, the enemy is the enemy is the author of confusion. And that's all this confusion is coming from him. So if you're hearing this and it's you, that's talking about it, thinking about it or praying about it, uh, know that the answer is yes, now's the time. And if you're a parent and your church or your pastor, or your worship leader, if they're, if they're talking pro, any of the stuff we're talking about needs to be exposed, find yourself a new church. Get the heck out of there. Go find a church that's going to actually stand up for what's biblically right and make sure if you are in any of these areas where Sean is going, uh, Cajun Dome, in La- that's in Lafayette? Yes, tomorrow. Tomorrow night, Orange County, next weekend, uh, Charlotte, the weekend after that. Get over to letusworship.us, letusworship.us, and look at the schedule. And I challenge you, if you see uh, an event that's within driving distance, and that could be 8, 10 hours, or flying distance, uh, get to one of those locations. Get over to letusworship.us, look at the calendar, get to one of those events. They're free, they're outdoors. Yeah, I think you have to register, but it's free. But get there, take your family there, and check out and see what God has for you. So what are you expecting in the next few weeks, Sean, from these events? Man, I'm, I just feel like I, I feel like this is the year where we're going to see, you know, it's like the enemy came in like a flood and God's raising up a standard. And there's, this, there's the post-COVID church looks different than the pre-COVID church. We've been through a lot. We've been refined. 
You know, everything that's been shaken has been shaken and is still going to shake. But God's revealing in and through us a kingdom that will not be shaken. So that's our heart, man. We're going into these cities. Of course, you mentioned the first three. Then we'll be in Boulder, Colorado. Then we'll be in Seattle. Then we'll be back in Portland. We'll be in New York City, Philly. We're going to end the year on October 22nd on the National Mall in D.C. We just secured our permit. We're going to be on the National Mall 10 days before the midterms. And we're going to take the stand for America. I'm fighting for my nation, man. I'm fighting for the next generation. And we're going to fight on our knees in prayer. We're going to fight in worship. We're going to battle powers and principalities that want to want to see America destroyed. We're not going to stand for that. And so we welcome you guys to join us. It is a revival season right now like never before. Even some of the testimonies we've shared, we are seeing them. It's God is breaking out. It is a great season to be a bold church. We would love for you guys to join us. It'd be amazing. Go are to you category? Are you trying to catalog the any of the miracles and put oh, them on your yeah, website? We, we got salvation. We got bro. We got the uh, salvation catalog. Here's the other thing, David, and we're doing this in every city. I was in the subway in New York City uh, two weeks ago uh, in, in in one of the worst subways there um, downtown, where there were stabbings and, and and murders and the crime spike. And I said, you know what? We gotta just. We can't just whine about this and the horrible policies. We gotta worship in the subway. And so we rallied a bunch of crazy New Yorkers and we went down in the subway and we just threw down, man. We worshiped, we worshiped. It got so loud and so crazy. We took the party over to the Brooklyn Bridge. And so I think it's not just, it's not just an hour for us to get online and be angry and tweet about stuff. We, we got to take action and we got to fight back. And oftentimes we do that through worship. We do that through prayer. We do that through ministry. That's so good, brother. I saw those clips you put on Instagram of uh, <laughs> doing worship in the subway. And yeah. I was just, I was praying for safety and I was praying for heaven to fall, right? <laughs> That's what people need. They need come heaven on, to fall. Man. You come face to face with the reality of God's presence and uh, you're changed forever. On, I know man. that's true for you, true for me, true for anybody that I know that's come into an encounter with God's presence, they're changed forever. So Sean, final thoughts, brother. Any, any last uh, suggestions or any last tidbits you want to give us? It's time to hold the line, man. Let's hold the line. Let's stand for Jesus. Let's stand for the truth of the gospel. Let's not back down. You know, there's a there's a, a phrase, you know, that stuck with me from Billy Graham where he said, uh, courage is contagious. Mm. And when a brave man takes a stand, the spines of everyone else are stiffened. And I think you've seen this through, you know, parents rising up, you know, at the school board meetings. You've seen this as pastors were rising up when they tried to shut the church down during COVID. And now we're starting to see it in everyday people. God is activating everyday people. Everyone that's listening, God is, this is your season of activation. This is your season. It's not, it's not yesterday. It's not, now is the time for you to be activated in the fullness of your calling. We need everybody. I tell people when we go into worship, worship is not a spectator sport, right? Right. We need everybody. We need everybody in the game. And I'm telling you, in America right now, we need everybody in the game. Nobody's on the sidelines. Everybody in whatever sphere of influence you have, whatever is happening in your city, in your community, in your church, we need everybody engaged. We need everybody activated. Imagine what we could do in a day if every Bible-believing, Jesus-loving Christian was fully activated. Imagine what can happen. That's, that's a, my dream for this year. 
I believe we're going to see some serious shifting take place in America, and we're not going to stop. We're just getting started. You can log on. Actually, you'll be encouraged tomorrow. You can follow the live stream. Follow us on Facebook, on Instagram. I know we're getting censored a ton, but even on YouTube, we're going to be live streaming the whole launch of this Awake America tour, which is happening in the Cajun Dome. So you can guys, you guys can watch it tomorrow, 5 p.m. Central, and uh, it's going to be a party in the Dome. Man. Is it me? You're going to see me and my big, huge black friend, Eddie James, who's coming in with the whole gospel crew. I'm going to be playing music like I do. He's going to be bringing the gospel fire. It's going to be an incredible time. That sounds amazing, my brother. Again, if I was traveling more, I would be there. I, I, I can't wait to I can't wait to be at one of them, hopefully coming up. I definitely would love to be at the National Mall. And one more thing, friends, what Sean Foyt is doing through Let Us Worship is it's not free and it's not cheap. He needs donations. One of the biggest checks we gave, actually the biggest donation we gave my wife and I last year was to Let Us Worship because we so believed in what God was doing through Sean Foyt, through Let Us Worship, through the entire team. So get over. If you can't make it to an event, but you feel a tug on your heart to support what Sean is doing, what God's doing through Let Us Worship, get over to letusworship.us and make a donation. Give generously. That's another way that you can be in the fight. All right, Sean. Well, bless you, my brother. I'm looking forward to updates. Hey, I'm looking forward to your leg being fully healed so you can get out here with us. Yes, thank you, brother. I, I received that 110%. <laughs> All right, well, God bless you, Sean. We'll be praying for you, you, and uh, I'd love to have you on again soon. We'll, we'll touch base it. again and hear some Let's more amazing it, news. Let's keep fighting. Let's keep holding the line. Every day. All right, God bless, brother. Friends, please share this message, this video or podcast. Whatever it was that you just heard us start on, share it with 10, 15, 25 friends and make sure to get over to Let Us Worship. Check out the dates, the tour dates. Give if you can give, uh, but mostly support and pray for what Sean is doing and what Let Us Worship is doing all around the country. It's needed now more than ever before. I 100% believe that. The future of our country is on the line right now. So uh, thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to get over to MyPillow.com and use that code TRUMP2020 for the best discounts. Get yourself something nice over there. You'll thank me later. God bless. Bye-bye.